listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. This is episode number 10. Today we will be talking about Animal Kingdom Lodge and also the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival 2018, but specifically the Festival Center. Everything Disney in and out of the house. Two grown-ups and a mouse. Hi there, I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. We appreciate you being here. We do. If you've subscribed, thank you. And if you haven't, please subscribe. Exactly. And you can find us at twogrownupsandamouse.com or on your favorite podcast system. However, they've probably already found us if they're listening. If they're listening, I think they did find us. I think so. Pretty cool. We are also on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Two Grownups and a Mouse. And YouTube. And YouTube. See, now you almost forgot it. I forgot it last time. You forgot it this time. Well. We're forgetful. It's a podcast, and but it's video, and so, but we're there. But it's an option. Yeah. But enough. Enough about that. I think we can get into the, the show. So let's talk about Animal Kingdom Lodge. We went there Labor Day weekend. We did. It was a very last minute decision. That's putting it mildly. I was just going to say, keyword, very. So I found out that they were releasing a Haunted Mansion Disney Dooney mm-hmm. on that Friday of Labor Day weekend. Right. And I found that out on Thursday. Thursday night. Yeah, exactly. I was in Facebook. I saw it. So I said to you, let's drive up, go to Disney Springs, because right. I, I figured they would almost definitely have the bags at Disney Springs. I said, we might need to stop at Magic Kingdom. And because of the Food and Wine Festival, I want to go to Epcot. Right. So once I started saying, you know, I didn't just want to go up there and go to a store. Now I want to go to three places. You said, maybe we should look for a resort to stay at. Well, it wasn't even that. I started looking because I knew it was going to be a busy day. I mean, uh, we did do the the one day hit all parks trip once. That was but we, about we, two or three years ago, whenever the... The Starbucks You Are Here mugs started coming out. Right. And they had the little mug ornaments. And I wanted to make sure to, that I got all the ornaments. So when, whatever year that was that those came out, that's right. when the trip was. But there we had a very specific purpose for every park. So it was drive up, park the car, walk straight to Starbucks, get the mug, walk out of the park, go to the next place. Here we're talking about, oh, well, you know, we're going to go. Uh, first, we're going to Disney Springs to hunt for a purse. We don't know which store it's going to be at. We well, have, I, knew we which, good, I knew which store it would be at, but still, Disney well, Springs a, isn't small. But there's a couple stores where it could be at. And then if you don't find it, then we have to go to Magic Kingdom. There, there's only one place. or And then Epcot. And then since it was first weekend of food and wine, we might as well at least, you know, walk around, take a peek, see what's going on. So that's what led to, hey, I wonder if there's any hotels. You found one. I did. For $4,000. At the Four Seasons. That was the cheap room that was available, too. There was the the suite, but it was eight. And I decided that would be a little extravagant. So We didn't stay at the Four Seasons. No. We nope. didn't spend $4,000 <laughs> on a room. If I'm going to spend $4,000 on a room, it's going to be a cabin on a cruise, a Disney cruise. Right. Exactly. No. But we did find Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yep. And it was a little, it was a unique situation. Right. Because we looked, and when we looked for one night, just Saturday night, mm-hmm. it didn't even populate in the search. Right. There, yeah, were th- well, there was only like four hotels that showed up on the, if we searched for just Saturday night and they were all premium hotels or 
deluxe hotels and they were all uh, they were deluxe or vacation club like one bedrooms or expensive stuff yeah they weren't cheap no but then when we put in friday night and saturday night animal kingdom lodge came up right and it was a really reasonable rate yeah in our opinion based on what the typical rack rate is for that resort no it was about it was probably 40 percent off compared to what we would normally see as a you know florida resident or pass holder rate or whatever right so it was a good rate and we said you know what we haven't stayed here in a long time we can go see if there are any changes it's a comfortable resort so we went ahead and, and booked it friday morning to arrive friday night right so it really was a, a last-minute decision. De- excuse me, decision. By doing that, we were we did get enough time to go to Disney Springs that evening. Right. We snuck out of work a drop early. You know, not not too early. Um, drove straight there. Went straight to Disney Springs. So we did have enough time to explore Disney Springs. Right. But the benefit was that when we went to bed that evening, we woke up the next morning and we were already there sure. instead of waking up Saturday morning still having to get dressed, get in the car, drive over there, stop for lunch. And we probably, because we're not early morning people, had we done that, we probably would not have gotten there until one, probably two in the afternoon. Right. That's our our typical time frame. Right. Because for us, we'd rather sleep in and feel well rested than rush to get up there just to get a couple extra hours. Right, and then uh, we wouldn't, but obviously we wouldn't come home early. But it, it's still, it's still nicer when you wake up and you're there. I mean, it's, right? It, it gave us, it definitely gave us a few extra hours there, and we didn't feel rushed or anything. So, it was nice. We did stay in Jumbo House, which is the main Animal Kingdom Lodge right. building. And do you know who designed Jumbo House? I do. His name is Peter Dominic, and he also designed the Wilderness Lodge. They do look very similar. They do, especially the the whole foyer area and stuff. They they, it's brother and sister kind of thing. Right. We talked about that with the right. Disney Cruise Line cruise ships. How the Disney Dream and the Fantasy are, are sisters, and the Wonder and the Magic right. are sisters because they're matching. Yes, you could almost say the same thing about Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge. Right. They each have their own essence. Oh no, they're they're when you look them at them side by side, you. They are very different, but you do see all the similarities. More the, you know, what a quote-unquote high-level styling, you know, that main foyer area with its, you know, the ceiling is way, way up in the air, and you can see the exposed floors above you. But the theming is all, is is totally different. One, one obviously, is more African safari hotelish, and then, then the other one is obviously more rustic wilderness right western u.s kind of look right and we've said this before i believe but if you ever go up to the walt disney world area even if you're not staying on property you really should check out the different resorts if you get a chance to because they all have their own feel and you can go there you can eat you can go there you can shop you can go there you can look around Um, especially around the holidays is a really great time to go explore because they probably will be decorated i say probably because each resort has a different level well the uh, there's obviously the ones that are f- the famous ones uh is contemporary grand floridian yacht beach club uh they do the the special gingerbread stuff 
all the other ones will have trees. They'll have their own decorations. Doesn't each resort have at least one tree? Yes. Right. And, and, and of course, you know, I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm. So they do put out other decorations. It's not right. solely Christmas decorations, which I always appreciate. You know, I like when they come out with merchandise that's holiday. Right. That's why I used to have a small collection of snowmen. Mm-hmm. Because that's winter and not Christmas and not Hanukkah. It's just right. holiday, which, yeah. which is nice. So, I mean, whether you're celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, something else, it's still worthwhile to go look at all these different oh, sure. decorations. And, uh, you know, it, it, all of it is quite amazing, really, when you even even the you've never been impressed by the gingerbread house just because you saw kind of how it was made, but it's still... Yeah, it's made out of wood. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's gingerbread on wood, because <laughs> gingerbread by itself wouldn't wouldn't support a two-story house. But but yeah, it's it's still well, a lot of gingerbread and a lot of work to put it together. Uh, you know what? In in a future, not, not too far future, because the holidays will be upon us right. sooner than we think. We should go into detail about the different holiday decorations that they have at the different resorts we can go into more detail but i we'll get back to yeah wait we uh animal kingdom lodge yeah we should go back to there yeah let's go back to animal (laughs) kingdom lodge do you know how tall it is uh i do it is uh six stories 970 rooms that sounds like a lot but honestly it's you know this is disney (laughs) (laughs) do you know how much area it covers well it says uh 30 acres that's a lot of acres well they do they do have three savannas Right. So they have uh, that are separate from the Animal Kingdom Park. So this kind of goes back to your thing of go visit the hotels because there's a lot to do. There is a lot to do, especially at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I mean, right. it is a great resort to visit because they do have viewing areas for those savannas. Yep. You can get a room and you can have a parking lot view or you can have a savanna view. Right. Now, the Savannah view, yes, you could wake up and go out on your balcony and be very close to those animals sure. in the Savannah. You could see zebras, giraffes, gazelles, and there are other animals that live on the Savannah. Right. But let's say that you're staying in Animal Kingdom Lodge and you're in the parking lot view or the pool view, or you're not staying there and you just go to visit. Sure. You could go to, at night. They do have night vision goggles available. Right. It's free, and you can go watch the animals. We actually we have done that way back when, Uh, but yeah, you walk out to that patio that's in the back. You kind of you walk out the door, and then you go down all the stairs, and there'll be uh, there'll be a cast member there with with night vision goggles and a good uh, and an explanation of what you're looking at or what to look for. I guess is probably a better way to put it since it is at night. So they'll they'll tell you which way the animals are and what you're looking at and what the animal does and why it's special at night and uh, all those things. So and tied into the theming of the resort being that it is the African mm-hmm. theme, they do have African storytelling outside in the evenings. Right, because there's a big fire pit there. Right. So there's a couple included amenities that come with the resort and even mm-hmm. if you are not staying at the resort you may be able to experience sure. some of these items right now do you know that you're not allowed to bring balloons inside of that resort yep they will take them away from you and give them to you when you leave and it's also one of the places that has your favorite 
paper straws. Well, actually, most of the resorts, they're stopping giving. Well, now they are. The straws at the restaurants. Right. Unless you ask for them and then you get a paper one. Right. That's that's a new thing by Disney by to, you know, for as an environmental concern. But Animal Kingdom Lodge was always paper straws because they're worried about you throwing one of your straws out, at the, well, I guess, out on the um, out on the savannah. So is Animal Kingdom the park? Correct. Is the same way. So, side note: if you're like me and you do not like the flavor of paper straws, I know it's not a strong flavor, but you can taste it. You can buy glass straws on Amazon. Yeah, I may or may not have done that. May, and, may or may not have. And brushes to clean the inside of the straws, which are very important because right. if you're going to be reusing a straw, you want to make sure. That it is clean. Mm-hmm. You can go shopping at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yep. It's not one of the... It, it's big in size, but it doesn't have huge selection because it is just the one store. Well, it's kind of... I always thought it was... And it may be just me, but it's, it's always felt a little different. There's a lot of... Well, there's a lot more custom uh, African handmade things there you know from clothes to artwork to um sculptures and all that other stuff uh and then they have just just that little bit less disney merchandise although i think that's kind of maybe it's changed a little bit in the years and that's called zawadi marketplace right it's just you know we go to the contemporary often we like to eat at contempo cafe Mm -hmm. it's a great quick service place to eat at and in the contemporary, they have two main shopping stores plus a separate store for right. grocery type items. Right. Whereas at Animal Kingdom Lodge, everything is inside of one store. So, ironically, it, that one store might have the same square footage as the three stores, possibly combined. Right. But because it's in one store, to me, it just it seems a little bit smaller but still it's a nice little area to to walk through and look around mm-hmm. but one of the best things that you can do at animal kingdom lodge eat mm, eat yep if you want to go quick service they have mara mm-hmm. that's your traditional can run in go get your food right. quick service area but they also have boma flavors of africa Go there for the breakfast buffet. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. But yeah. then again, we used to stay there a lot, so it was a little more convenient. But even even with that, even when we didn't stay there, we used to eat there a lot. We just kind of, we don't, we don't eat at breakfast as much as we used to. Well, and there's so many great restaurants right. and other places, you know, depending on what our itinerary is. But right. Boma has always been a favorite. We did try dinner there once, and it wasn't bad. No, it was pretty, it was good. It, you know, but... It wasn't necessarily our favorite, right. so we only did the dinner once. We experienced it. It was great that we tried it, but we do prefer the breakfast. Now, personally, because depending on my mood, if I'm trying to watch what I'm eating, that particular breakfast buffet I found really had the most choices if you were doing low-fat they right. have low fat choices. If you're doing low carb, they have low carb choices. Right. Of course, any Disney resort, any restaurant, you're going to find gluten free. They are very allergen friendly. Right. They want to make sure that you're happy. So that's never an issue. But at Boma, they have the omelet station, they have a meat station, they have a cereal, they have the bread. So right. it really, I found like there was really a lot of variety. Yeah. And I never had a problem, even if I was watching 
what I was eating. So right. that's one of the reasons that I really like that. But they also have Chico, the cooking place. Yep. Which and, is a signature dining restaurant. And we did go there once. It was when our moms right. came to visit us. They came for, you know, a night or two. Right. Um, and they really enjoyed it. As did we. We haven't been back, though, because, as I just said, there's so many different right. restaurants. But Jigo ha- also has bread service, I believe, yep. such similar to Tiffin's mm-hmm. inside of Animal Kingdom. And bread service is really popular, right. I find. You know, people really like the different breads with the different sauces and mm-hmm. stuff that go on it. So all really great restaurants. So if you go to Animal Kingdom Lodge and you have a chance to eat at one of those restaurants, I highly recommend you do so. But they also have two bars. They have Victoria Falls and they have Ozima Springs. Right. One of those is poolside. Yeah. But definitely try out the food if you get over there. So as we said, we did stay Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And as we said, our room was not, has not been upgraded. Right. And I that was most evident because we didn't have any USB ports in the room. Well, as the technical geeky person, it was also evident because the TV was small. It was still buried in the, uh, you remember, we'll, we'll fire up the way back machine. When we first started going to Disney, obviously the TVs were all tube TVs. Well, yeah. Right. So. Yes, we're old. <laughs> and then. Uh, as they updated them, but in Animal Kingdom Lodge, they had them in the nice little uh, credenza-like, so you could you could open the flap up or the the door, fold them back, and there was a TV. Well, when they updated the room, they did a, one of these little mini renovations in the rooms, and they put a flat panel TV in there, but it was really small. It's still in that same credenza. They just put a little panel in front of it, and took the doors off. So, but now you know we've seen the 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 new new new. <laughs> renovated rooms in the other resorts in the other resorts where they have the tv is ginormous and obviously the tile floors and and all the other things that we we notice different well and like i said the usb ports which in today's technical technological age i can speak i swear (laughs) with today's technological age usb ports are really important because people use smartphones they use smart devices they plug in all these different things well we still have it in our in our we have a technology bag of course with all of our chargers and cables and we have two you know of those usb charger thingies stations that have you know four five six usb ports on them so we can charge our phones our tablets our smartwatches, our this that right. for, the other thing for us it's not a big deal that they don't have the usb right. ports i mean it's not a deal breaker by any means but it was nice when we went to the other resorts that had the upgrades right. that they do have them available because it just made it that much easier Sure. because then we could put the phones right next to the bed yeah. and plug it in and have the other phones at the other side so of course you know it's something little but that's why we're saying that you know we know the room that we stayed in hadn't been upgraded yet because right. it didn't have that but it did have two queen beds and it had a really spacious double sink and vanity area and that was really nice well that is one of the benefits of staying at a deluxe resort is you know each each step you go up you get you know the the room gets a little bigger not a lot but just a little and that's one of the areas where 
you see that extra space is, you know, it's in a separate area. It's not, it's not part of the bathroom. It's two sinks. It's a spacious two sinks, you know, and then obviously the bathroom itself is not as cramped as other hotels. And what I really liked, and I hope that this stays the same, but I don't know that it will, they still were giving us the small toiletries. Right. Instead of having the toiletries that adhered to the tub wall. Right. So that was nice that they had the, the small toiletries and everything. The toilet and the tub shower combination, those were separate. Right. You know, there was a door to that. But all in all, it was really, really nice staying there. It seemed to be relatively busy. You know, we did have to park relatively far well, it away. Was, it was a holiday weekend, so. Right, all things considered. Yeah. And many people already know that the Walt Disney World Resort has started charging parking for right. staying at, if you're staying at a resort, you now pay a parking fee, right. which is typical for other resorts in the area. So sure. it's not unheard of that they would start doing this. Right. Um, and we did ask at check-in what the price difference was. And the way it was explained to us, if he understood us correctly, was that if you pay the nightly parking fee, that's fine. Or if you want a valet, it, you just pay the valet fee. You're, you're not stacking right. the two fees. You're not paying right. a parking fee plus the valet fee. And we didn't, it was only a couple extra dollars to valet. Right. But honestly, it wasn't the couple extra dollars that we were concerned about. It was just a little bit easier to just go get your own car, even if you have to walk a couple extra steps. Well, that was one of the things that I remember from before at Animal Kingdom was you can call down to get your car, but if you don't remember to do that or maybe your plans change you're like oh we'll we'll leave now sometimes it can take a little while for your car to get retrieved especially if they're busy on the at the valet station so it's probably you know considering how far we had to walk it was probably we probably didn't really save anything but you know eh, live and learn but we were most concerned about you know were we going to have to pay the you know whatever the 20 24 whatever the parking fee was plus the valet fee we were that's what we were concerned about so we were like well, we don't want to risk paying 50 or $60 a night for, for parking. Right. So we decided to just self-park. Right. But we had a really nice time. I'm really glad that, you know, even though it was last minute, as we said, I'm glad that we decided to go up there. It was yeah. a nice, relaxing weekend for the two of us. It was nice that we stayed Friday and Saturday night. Sunday afternoon, we left the Walt Disney World area relatively early. Right. Made a stop on the way home. But we still got home by whatever... You know, seven, yeah, it was seven or eight at, on Saturday, on Sunday night, and then we still had Monday right. to sit at home and relax and not have too much to to worry about. So it was it was a really nice weekend, and I'm really glad that we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge since we haven't stayed there in so long. Sure. And if we were to get a really good rate, then I would definitely go there again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as as we've already spoken about in other podcasts, our favorite is Coronado. So when we go up there, more likely we will stay at Coronado, but we're open sure. to trying different resorts. But you know what I'm open to? The Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Center. <laughs> well, 2018, but specifically the Festival Center. Right. That's what we're going to focus about. We did have, if you want to hear about the festival in general, we did have a podcast where we 
talked a little bit about it. But right. now that we went this year, because we didn't end up going, as I said, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, opening which, weekend. Which was the opening weekend. So we have a little more insight sure. into things that may or may not have changed, things mm-hmm. that may be different, they may be the same. So in today's podcast, we're just going to kind of focus on the Festival Center, because even though it's just one building, there's actually a lot of different things that are offered there. Well, that and I think it's often missed thing. Uh, you know, out of everybody that goes to food and wine, you know, I, I bet only a fraction of the folks actually go to the Festival Center. Well, here's my take on that. The Food and Wine Festival predominantly takes place in World Showcase. Of course. Or in the approach to World Showcase, because they do have the kiosks at, at the beginning. Right. Um, which would be considered part, probably part of Future World. Uh, yeah, because they're, they're over by, uh, yeah. (laughs) As you're, you know, if you're, if you walk right into Epcot from the front of the park, that's, that's Future World, correct? That's the name of that area. So if you walk through Future World, you pass Spaceship Earth and you go basically down a path, like a walk, a very wide walkway that has water on either side. That's basically what separates Future World from World Showcase. So at the end of that path on either side, or was it just on the one side? Either way. Well, it's in that area behind where Club Cool is and where Starbucks is. So now they're starting to... I wouldn't call it behind. I would call call it beyond. Well, yeah. It's it's, it's like beyond it because it's just before World Showcase. Well, it is also in the building where Club Cool and Starbucks is and where there's a character meet and greet. They started opening that up. And then in this case, there was, uh, I think there was some drinks in there. Uh, And then right behind that is, you know, they start with the food kiosks. Right. And I think technically that is the start of right so which is what my point is that most people they think okay i'm going to epcot food international food and wine festival i need to go to world showcase because that's where the event is right it's at epcot but it's at world showcase right the festival center is not in world showcase correct the festival center is in future world right next to mission to mars or even though it's now closed if you're familiar with the area Ellen's Universe of Energy. Right, right, which is... Ellen's Ride. Right, which is no longer Ellen's Ride. It is being refurbished into Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. So that may be one reason why people skip that area. Right, I don't think they they realize what it is. Or it could be a misconception because that is the area where we're... They predominantly sell the pass holder merchandise. Right. And if you're not a pass holder, you may think, well, I don't need to go to a festival center. I'm not a pass holder. Right. And and a part of that in the past, they didn't have as much stuff in there. Uh, it was just like a merchandise location, mostly the pass holder stuff. And that's where they did the uh, cooking demonstrations or the wine demonstration. Or they had, you know, they had two or three different you know, big setups for people to sit there and watch somebody cook food or, or whatever else. Whereas this year that's changed a bit. Well, what's really nice about the festival center is it's air conditioned. Yep. It's indoors. Right. And it does house a large number of people. I didn't look up what the capacity is, but it does house a good number Oh, yeah. Of people inside of the festival center. So it's a really great place to accomplish a lot 
Sure. Without having to be outside, you know, if it's really hot or if the weather is inclement or whatever the case may be, it's a great place to go because there is really a lot to do there. One of the things you can do is you can purchase the mini size festival gift cards there. Now, of course, you can purchase those throughout the park, throughout Epcot. And not only are they small cards, but they have little bands on them that you can wear them on your wrist. And that makes it really easy when you're going around to the different countries to try the different foods that they have. You can just give the little gift card. Well, they, they, you know, they scan it with their little scanner so they don't have to, you don't have to take it off to swipe it or you just kind of hold it up and they, you know. And of course, if you are staying on Disney property, you will get the magic band. Right is included in your stay and you can always opt to have your magic band tied to a credit card right and then you can use your magic band if you prefer but that's something that we have always opted not to do right because we're there so often and personally we just find it easier to track our purchases using apple pay or other Right. Safe methods of, of paying. However, when we go to the Food and Wine Festival, the Flower and Garden Festival, the Art Festival, in those cases, it is nice to have the little gift card. And then we just keep the receipts to see how much well, is on there. When we first started doing it, it was a great way to budget because you can go there and say, I'm only going to spend $20, $50, $100. And you put it on the gift card. And, you know, when you're done, you're done. And then. You had, had got your stuff and you're good to go. Uh, but, that, you know, the the actual the time saving is, you know, them being able to just zap it with their with their scanning gun is really quick as opposed to, you know, oh, I have to swipe my credit card and or, you know, put my magic band in and then put my code in. And so there's there's a there's a legitimate time savings and it's a normal Disney gift card, obviously. So Right. I mean, and, and the other benefit of using different gift cards is let's say that you're a family of four or you're a family of five and you want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to spend a set amount of money instead of one person buying everything and spending all of your budget. You can get everybody their own gift card and then they can have their budget for how much they're allowed to spend. Gift cards typically have a $15 minimum, which especially for the festivals, that's, that's a good amount. Because you can typically get about three items, you know, maybe more, maybe less, depending on what the items are. But it it seemed that the average price for the items that we purchased was probably right around $5. Give or take. I mean, mean, you would, you could, you could stretch it if you wanted to, or you could, you could probably go a little over, but the average is probably five-ish. I mean, we did have a a slushy um, alcoholic beverage. Well, the, yeah, alcohol. You, well, you always brought up the point that the prices aren't nearly as bad as they seem. You know, you know, you, you're looking, you're thinking you're just going to get a little thing for five dollars, but actually, you're getting about what five dollars worth of that food would cost you. Right. Well, or, we had like a slider that was about five dollars, but if you go to Cosmic Rays in Magic Kingdom and you get a hamburger, I think we priced it out. It was either twelve ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine. Well, yeah, I th- yeah. Well, it's even worse now. I think burgers are up to like tw- 18, 16. So some places, yeah. So even though they're charging $5 and all you're getting is a little slider or, you know, maybe a slider and like some frou-frou stuff right. with it. But, you know, it's, well, you it's paid, a decent amount. You got uh, you got scallops in one at one place and you, there was, what, two scallops? 
two or three scallops plus there was like a slaw that I didn't prefer. But it, if you did well, like it, 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 it a really amount of added, vegetable. Yeah, yeah. It added to the And that food. was only five bucks, which is, you know, if you go to a restaurant, you're going to spend, you're not going to spend that much more or well, you're going to spend a lot more and you're only going to get five, six scallops and right. whatever signs they give you. So no, but the, and the same with the, the booze was, uh, at one place I got a beer, it was only $4, but it was, you know, it was about a four ounce glass. So, which isn't, I mean, it's expensive on the one hand, but for Disney price, it's pretty normal. Like if you just went into the normal bar, you're, you're going to spend four bucks or four ounces of beer. So, right. So the gift cards are a great way for budgeting and they do sell that in the festival center, but they have a lot of things because they have a festival center wine shop. Yep. That you can purchase wine at. However, because you are not allowed to carry glass around the park, any wine that you purchase, they will have to do the free ship to the front of the store or right. ship to the front of the park, rather. But that's a free service provided by Disney at all right. the parks. Whenever you purchase something, they can ship it to the front of the park for you. Mm-hmm. However, it could take three to four hours. Right. That's the downside of that. And then obviously, it can also get sent to your room. If you didn't want to pick it up. But there's also the stock pot shop. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can get the pass holder merchandise. Right. Along with other various merchandise, right. you know, festival center merchandise. Well, they basically have all of the the festa, uh, uh, food and wine it, merchandise if there. If not all of it, almost all of it. Right. You know, they, they definitely have a very, very large selection of the merchandise. And, of course, if you collect the Dunium Bork purse, Disney purses, you could get that right. there. I do believe they had that at, at, at Mouse Gears. They do some, some year, lately they've been having those at either Mouse Gears, and sometimes they have them at the International Gateway stores. We've seen them there. Right, but typically they, they try right. and limit the 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 Dooney bags. Right. And yes, because I, I, I purchased the Food and Wine Festival bag i think it was last year's style we were at the international gateway and it, i had really good placement because right. if you collect dooney purses you will know placement is important mm-hmm. you want to make sure they are aesthetically pleasing of course. Um, but yes they did happen to have the crossbody bags at that store right. and yes so they do have that sometimes but not all the time. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of a question of how many they have and how how popular they think it's going to be. Right. So if it's if it's if it, they made a lot of them, then they're probably going to put them in more stores. We've never seen them at like the the outdoor kiosks or anything right. like that. They've always been in one of the stores. But whenever the festival center is open, you can find the Doonies there. Yep. And most times you can find them in mouse gears because that's the largest store inside of epcot right and that you know has a really large selection of merchandise right they also at mouse gears they had the pandora charms right and i don't i'm not saying they didn't have them but i don't recall seeing the pandora charms in the festival center i don't well no i saw it on the sheet the, oh, maybe they had, did have it behind the counter. But they only had the one, obviously, because... Right, they had the, they probably had the pass holder one, because that's where you can get the pass holder right. merchandise. So you can definitely do a lot of shopping inside of the Festival Center. So if right. you want to purchase Food and Wine Festival merchandise, that's a great place to start at, to go see everything right. that they have. Especially because, as we said, it's 
in Future World. So you can kind of meander over there before you go to World Showcase and you can look through there. Then you can walk around World Showcase. And you know what? If you walk through World Showcase and you didn't pick something up or now that you've seen everything, you go, well, I really want this. Then you can meander back over to the Festival Center Right. On the way back out. So there is definitely a lot of shopping you can do there. But they also have some book and bottle signings and meet and greets. Right. Inside of the Festival Center. Because the Festival Center has different areas. You know, it's it basically, they're, you know, they're... Well, it's kind of, uh, it's circular. And there's basically a theater, well, kind of, there's two, kind of two theaters in the middle. And they're they're small you know, just a few seats. This year, they weren't using the rear theater. You were basically walking through to pick up the magnets. Well, that's the pass holder magnet. They, right. We also were going to talk about in a second. Right. And then the front one is, uh, they just do a brief demonstration on, uh, what was it? The Was that the coffee one? Or was no, it? It's a pre-recorded movie. Okay. Um, no, there might be three theaters then because... Or not theaters, but there's a stage because you're talking about right. like in the center section. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is the festival center stage is in the center. Mm-hmm. And this year it's presented by Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company. And the way that it was described is discover the incredible voyage coffee undergoes in order to arrive in your morning mug. Right. And you and I did not go to see any of those presentations. However, a few years back, we did a D23 event, the Sip and Stroll, and someone from Joffrey's did come and talk to us. And I remember them basically telling us the same story. I would assume it's very similar because the story we saw was how they get from, you know, coffee beans from the jungles to your uh, coffee cup and, and all the steps involved and you know how they make light coffee versus uh dark roast versus medium roast versus right and it was really interesting so hopefully it's something similar that you can go in and check out and they also on select sundays at 11 a.m there is the junior chef kitchen presented by crusties and there you can make decorate and sample pancake creations Hmm. and that sounds like a lot of fun for the younger participants who tag along to food and wine. You know, it's it's funny how Disney caters to adults for food and wine. Sure. But they always make sure to have things to keep the children engaged. Of course. Because they want to make sure that they're enjoying it and not, Mom, Dad, I don't right. want to be here. So that was something that I don't think they... It, they may have had it in previous years, but it looked new to me. But... What they do have at pretty much every festival is the the chocolate experience from Bean to Bar hosted by Girardelli. Right. And what I love about that is... Free samples. Exactly. That's always kind of towards the back of the festival center. Right. It's Yeah, it's in the back. And it's been there every... Yeah, that one's been there for basically forever. Right. We've we've always seen it whenever there was an yeah. event, they have that open. And that is definitely something to check out because they have art creations made out of chocolate. Yep. And they are they're pretty uh elaborate. They're, oh yeah, they're and they're beautiful. Yeah. And you look at this and you go, Oh my god, that's made out of chocolate. Right. So definitely if you go to the festival center, make sure you don't miss going to the Giardelli display. Yep. Get your free piece of chocolate. 
If you don't want to eat a piece of chocolate, that's fine too, because you can check out the right. chocolate display. Right. And what and they well, just uh, and they also did we didn't do it this year, but like last year they were offering little chocolate goodies beyond because you can you can go in there and buy, you know, Girardelli squares, but you remember last year you could buy a little shot glass of hot chocolate? I did buy that last year. You did. But we didn't we didn't we didn't stop this year, but last year they had that and it was not it wasn't like a it wasn't like a normal hot chocolate. It was it tasted like just melted ch- pure chocolate. Yeah, it, it was, was a, it was really it, sweet and rich, but and small, but you couldn't really eat it was more good. than that. Yeah, it was it was very good. <laughs> Yeah. And very messy. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely check out Girardelli if mm-hmm. you go there. But what looked new this year, or if it wasn't new, they it might have been in another area we hadn't seen it. But they had artistic marbling, and you can make table runners, dinner napkins, bar towels, wine bags, and it was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yeah, there's, we'll we'll have a picture up on social media of what it was, but they. They basically, and I think it was new this year because I don't, I don't remember it ever, and any anywhere else. But it was basically they put a, we have this a kind of a trough, for lack of a better word, of water, and they you know put a design in it, and then you can dip a napkin in it or a or a table runner or and you could pick your colors. Yeah, and I, I don't. Well, it's called marbling apparently, but right. when I was four. In nursery school, I hand-dipped some candles because you've seen them. My mother puts them out every holiday. She never lights them, but she puts them out every holiday. Um, And it looks similar to that. So if you've ever dipped candles, it has that same flowy, watery. Well, this is a process where they put a design in water, uh, and then the the water dissolves part of it. So you basically lay your, your whatever you want it the design to be on into it. So, and then you pull it out and it has a design on it you wait for it to dry. And then, but they had some really elaborate designs there and it was, it was kind of fun to watch. They mm-hmm. had, had a, had a decent crowd around it. So. And as you said, we'll put up the pictures. If you want right. to see what we're trying to describe to you, we'll put up a couple of those pictures so you can actually look at it. They're very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something we noticed that was new. And what also was new is they had shimmering sips, the mimosa bar. Yep. And I know mimosas are really popular. Personally, I'm not a huge fan. Right. I'm not a big fan of champagne or orange juice. So it's not really my cup of tea or cup of alcohol i guess in this case or glass but. <laughs> glass of tea <laughs> yeah but either or whatever but they do have the mimosa bar so I, I don't remember i was talking to someone and i said oh yeah they have a mimosa bar and she she's like mom do you hear that there's a mimosa bar we have to go try that so that was kind of funny yeah it was it was people were excited and it wasn't it wasn't just uh because it was in the area in the past it was there was that was the the there was a wine and cheese bar there Right. And they changed it to this mimosa bar, which has, I'm trying to find the menu. Lots of mimosas. <laughs> well, you... I think they had many different types of mimosas was, you know, it wasn't just orange juice. It right. might've been like grapefruit juice with champagne and then, or this kind of, and that kind of, right. along with the usual, you know, like probably you could probably get strawberries or, or some other type of fruit. Of whatever, course. So. Right. And if you're not into mimosas, maybe you like beer. Craft beer. Craft beer. So they had craft drafts. 
you know, of course, it's very popular to go to the food and wine fe- food and wine festival right. and to drink around the world. That's something a lot of people like to do to go to right. the different countries and try the different beers. Um, this had different craft beers, but all in one place. Right. Instead of walking all of World Showcase, which is another benefit to going to the Festival Center, you can do a little less walking. Well, th- this had uh, the floor, some of the Florida craft beers. Uh, I don't remember the names of them, but they're all. Uh, so if you still want to get, you know, some German beer and some Belgian beer, you're you still got to do it, take a hike. But uh, but the Florida craft beers were there. That you know what? Actually, thinking about it now, it was a lot of the. I think the mimosa bar, the craft beer bar, and but those two used to be basically Odyssey Center. Uh, that was the next thing I was going to say. Right. Yeah, the Odyssey Center is if you walk into the entrance of Epcot, past Spaceship Earth, basically kind of on the left of that pathway we were talking about that you would walk down right. to get to World Showcase. On the left, there is a building. Mm-hmm. You may or may not have noticed it before if you visit Epcot, and it's called the Odyssey Center. Right. We are familiar with it because, again, we went to a D23 event, Sip and Stroll, and they they yeah. said, you know, meet in the Odyssey Center, and we're like, what's the Odyssey Center? And that's how we found out that's the right. name of it. There also happened to be a few restrooms in that area, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, there's restrooms inside of the Odyssey Center, which sometimes they're locked. You can't get to those. But on the back side of the Odyssey Center, the side that faces World Showcase, there are restrooms. Right. So a lot of people have probably been to the Odyssey Center because maybe they use that restroom coming in or out of World Showcase and well, didn't also, even realize it. It's also a first aid and a, a baby station area. On the back side of, yeah. of it. Correct. Right. But yes, the Odyssey Center, it's kind of weird how sometimes they opt to use that building and other times right. they opt not to. But yes, this year, or at least the first weekend, who knows if they may or may not change it right. in future weeks. And we will be back, you know, either end of September, beginning of October, I'm sure you and I will go back there and we can see if maybe they moved things into the Odyssey Center, if they said we're not going to open it this season. But yes, in the Odyssey Center, we've gotten the, the uh, cronut Mm -hmm. dishes, you know, they have the mini cronuts with the stuff on top of it, which I tried, wasn't a huge fan, but I like to try new things. You know, it was a, it was a weird, because it was like ham and cheese on a, on a donut, which is kind of a, well, a cronut, but yeah, a cronut is basically well, a donut. Yeah, it's a, you know, <laughs> it's it's, a fancy donut. It's it's sweet and fried, but yeah. then you put you put uh, you know ham and cheese on it, or one of them was like tuna fish, or right. it was just a weird combination. But yes, that could be exactly why the festival right. center has a few more options right. in it. But the last thing at the festival center that we want to talk about, we may have missed one or two things but the last thing we're really going to talk about is if you are a pass holder right if you're an annual pass holder as long as you're an annual pass holder it doesn't really matter which pass you hold yep. you can get the magnet for free right they and i shouldn't even say it like that because if you're not a pass holder you cannot purchase that particular magnet it is a pass holder magnet right so that is one of the things they started doing within the past few years. I mean, right. they've always sent magnets that say, you know, pass right. holder. And in your Mickey Monitor, which is the, the magazine they sent. Well, it's not a magazine, but it's a, a little pamphlet they send you once a month. 
No, once a quarter. Oh, okay. Yeah, once, one, a quarter. once a quarter. And in one of them, there would be a magnet, a pass holder magnet. Right. They'll send it to you as a pass holder as a little appreciation right. gift. So what they started doing relatively recently is right. now they give out magnets at events. Sure. And you could go to the festival center, mm-hmm. show your ID, show your pass, and you can get a magnet. Right. One per pass holder. And then I believe that you picked this up in that area also, but we haven't been four times yet. Right. This year, what they are doing is if you visit the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival four times, mm-hmm. you can get a cutting board. Oh. So they've done in the past, other giveaways have included things such as glasses. I, I remember, yeah, the, like the, it was almost like a champagne flute kind of thing. Yeah. And there were were like four different ones. So you could go four different times and get the four different glasses. So they've definitely done different types of giveaways, but the magnets seem to be very popular. Right. Personally, I like putting our magnets on the fridge. Yep. Because unfortunately, I have seen magnets fade on the cars. Right. They just don't really last. Uh, Unfortunately, sometimes depending on what, part of the country you're in and another unfortunately because people suck sometimes is people have stolen them yeah so they just look really nice on the side of our fridge sure we have a nice little collection going you know they've given out uh other magnets they've given out at hollywood studios they give out one with like little lights on it right and they've given out well they've been they've been much more popular lately with any kind of quote you know quote unquote special event right you know whether you know i say that in quotes because a lot of times it's not the event isn't really that special but just call it a, just i mean just call it an event right. but it's a perk of being a pass holder and it's right. nice that they they give you know something little like that it is nice to get something sure back to so that you know that you feel appreciated right. and again that's something you can pick up inside of the festival center so if you are going to the epcot international food and wine festival you should make sure to go to the festival center. Yeah, I think so. Check it out because there's a lot to do there. Yeah, and it's uh, there's there's a lot to do if you're a wine junkie, which a lot of people are these days. That you you can't miss the wine shop because there's a lot of wine there. A lot of wine that you don't find at you know your local store because uh, they bring in a lot of stuff that speci- specifically for the festival. All the rest of the stuff there's a there's a good. A good amount of stuff to see. Right. And I and I already mentioned that they do, even if you don't purchase the wine, mm-hmm. all the parks offer free ship to the front of the park. Right. And that is whether you were staying on property or not. Yep. Because they want people to be able to enjoy their stay right. at, you know, at inside the parks. And they don't want people to feel like, oh my God, I have to schlep this bag right. all over the park. So they do offer free package pickup, you know, package delivery right. to the front of the park. Um, and you can do that, you know, that's another benefit of going to the festival, going to the festival center first thing, Sure. do your shopping, send it to the front of the park, then go experience the festival. Right. And when Uh, you're done, walk around, go pick it up on your way out. Right. The, uh, cause they say it's, uh, I think they say two to three hours is the, is what they say to plan for from the time that you buy it to the time that it's picked up. But really, it's we've always found it to be faster than that. Uh, we haven't used it a whole lot over the years, but when we have, it's not it's not been that long. Well, a lot of the times you and I will pay for convenience. I right. mean, this time we went to the Festival Hill Center first, as yep. we 
recommend to people. And because we're relatively close to the front of the park, we invest in a locker and right. just go put things in the locker. This way we don't have to carry it around. And we did get a locker this time. I am glad that we did that because even though we got very, very lucky with the weather, yeah. we didn't really encounter too much rain, even though in general it was a rainy Florida weekend. Right. But we we were able to avoid most of the, of yeah. the rain. And so even though we didn't have that issue, World Showcase is a little bit busier than the rest of the park. There are a few more people, more chances to bump oh. into others there's there's that's that's an understatement there's right. a lot of people especially right. on a weekend right the first and weekend holiday. and it was a saturday it was a holiday weekend so it was nice not having the bags right. to carry around and do you remember was the locker ten dollars twelve dollars we got a medium locker which right. we actually probably didn't need we kind of default to medium but right honestly most of the time we could probably get away with the small and i think the small is seven Right. And then 12, and then they, they have a, a big one. Right. Which is, uh, I don't know, 15 or 16 or something like right. that. So. But it was worth that couple of dollars just to say, you know what? We can put our stuff here. It's safe. We don't have to worry about right. bringing it around, running into people, anything of that nature. So that's also an option. You sure. know, inside of any of the four parks, they do have lockers available. Yep. And we do tend to use those. And a locker is good all day at every park. For that day. Well, it used to be. No, it still is. Oh, there was instructions on how to do it? Yeah, there's instructions on the kiosk. Uh, If you've ever gotten a locker before, you used to have to go to the store. You pay your money. They gave you a key and told you which locker. Right. And then you went. So, and then if you went to another park, you could show them that receipt. And then you would get, you could continue your locker rental. But now it's, you go into the kiosk, you know, swipe your credit card. They assign you a locker and you put your own code in to get in and out of the locker. But there are instructions on the kiosk for, you know, if you're coming back, if you're going to another park. So, yeah, I was hoping they wouldn't take that away, but I wasn't sure when I, when I noticed that they went to the automated system versus the key system. Right. And I'm sure it benefits them having that in more ways than one, you know, how many people lose keys on a daily basis when you have thousands of people. I would hate to to think about that. (laughs) You know what I should have done? before before we recorded so i apologize to her in advance i don't have the girl's name uh-huh. but a little shout out to the girl that helped us inside of mouse gears right and in a, in a future podcast or on the website I'll, you know because i have a receipt so i can look up her name right we really should talk about this experience because sure you know exactly what i'm talking about we were at epcot in august was that was it was, it, was that it was, even the trip we were talking yeah, it about? it was August. Okay, so it was a recent, relatively recent trip. Right, and it was I did Disney Bound. Right, um, because we talked about that. That was the trip that I Disney Bound as a Martian, but I also Disney Bound as Winnie the Pooh. Right. So the day that we were in Epcot, I was Disney Bounding as Winnie the Pooh in my red shirt and my yellow skirt and the yellow lounge fly honeypot bag. Right. And there was this really really sweet cast member who worked in mouse gears near the Pandora and Dooney display and really, really sweet girl. And she noticed my outfit and she loved my outfit. And we were talking about the Disney bounding. And that was about the same time that they had released the Winnie the Pooh Dooney bags. Right. So we were talking about that and I had told her, no, it's not really my style. You know, I'm sure if people love Winnie the Pooh, that's great. I'm like, I made this outfit because it was easy and it was cute, but you know, I'm not in love with Winnie the Pooh. You know, that bag just didn't, wasn't anything special to me. Right. 
So she was really sweet then in August when we saw her. So forward to Labor Day weekend. Now, mm-hmm. now we're there. Or it might have been the end of July, you know, end of July, beginning of August. And now this is the end of August, beginning right. of September. So it was about a month later. Now we're there, Labor Day weekend. We're inside of Mouse Gears. And I opted to purchase the Passholder Pandora Charm because right. that's another collection of mine. So the woman helped us and said, I'll bring it to the register. Someone will bring you up. And the girl that came to ring us up was this same sweet girl, right. cast member. Not only was she sweet, that's not the only reason I wanted to do the shout out to her and, and, you know, the thank you. But I look at her and I said, you know, I think you helped us the last time. Right. And do you know that she remembered us? Because she looks at me, she goes, yeah, I think I did. You were bounding as Winnie the Pooh. Right. And that was just so impressive because it was easy for us to remember her. Right. We don't come across too many people, but they literally come across hundreds, if not thousands of people per day. Yep. Seeing all these different faces because how many people go into the parks? And she remembered that. And then I said something about Winnie the Pooh. And she goes, oh, did you get it? Like she even remembered that we were talking about the Junie bag. And right. I was just, things like that experience, that magic is one of the reasons that we're always going to Disney parks. Sure. It's cast members like her. Really, really fantastic. Really, really sweet girl. I wish her the best. And I will look for the receipt with her name on it because I really do want to post that. You know, we we need to write to Disney because that's the best thing you can do. If you have a good experience, write to Disney and tell them. Or just, you know, go, you know, if you if you have a good, um, you know, a magical experience, as they say, when you're walking out of the park, stop at guest services and you can say, you know, so and so made made my day. Right. And they will hand you a little form and you can fill out and put their name and what you did. Because that really helps the cast member as well. You know, a lot of their, you know, their job performance, they get rated job performance wise, you know, by the normal methods, by their boss and, uh, you know, the blah, 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 back end stuff. But uh, guest interactions and obviously complaint, you know, com- well, complaints. Right. And, and <laughs> but compliments. Com- compliments. Uh <laughs> do play a, a large part in in right. in their uh, in their performance so you know definitely if you come across somebody that's made your day let let them know right and that really did make my day because I thought it was really special that she remembered us oh yeah I mean and it wasn't like a fake remember either I mean because she was the one that looked at me and said yeah you were Disney bounding I'm like right you're right I was she remembered I was Disney bounding she remembered I was bounding as Pooh. so I mean this was she truly remembered us and that really was a a special experience those aren't the kind of things you can guess yeah (laughs) exactly no it was it was really really sweet that she took the time to remember that and it's cast members like her that really make it worthwhile but you know what's worthwhile now well probably you getting some dinner yeah that would be helpful I think so I haven't eaten yep I'm hungry so I'm gonna say good night so I can go eat dinner well what about good morning well, yeah, some people might be listening in the morning, and then I'll say good morning to them. Okay. I could say good afternoon. How about goodbye? That would probably be better. Absolutely. Okay. But Oh, before we say goodbye, we should say subscribe? Yeah. Sorry. You should definitely subscribe if you haven't already. See, I'm so hungry, I couldn't remember to tell them that. Well, that's Sorry. important. Sorry. They need to subscribe. <laughs> they need to rate us, send us comments. Follow us, subscribe to us, rate us, all right. that fun stuff. Two grownups in a mouse.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Yeah, that's right. We'd love to hear from you. So, I'd love to go eat something. Exactly. So on that note, goodbye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>